Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus prayed, I ask not only on behalf of these, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one. As you, Father, are in me, I am in you. May they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given them, so that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be that they may become completely one, so that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I desire that those also whom you have given me may be with me where I am to see my glory, which you have given me, because you have loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world does not know you, but I know you, and these know that you have sent me. I made your name known to them, and I will make it known, so that the love with which you have loved me may be in them, and I in them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. And I've been teary these days. How about you? Three mass shootings in just 14 days. A grocery store, a church, a school. All places where community is formed and gathered, all afflicted by violence. I am angry, sad, overwhelmed, and yet, in many ways, just numb to all of it and burned out by compassion fatigue. And I find myself wondering, where is God? Where is the hope? Is there any good news to share today? On Wednesday this week, a few of us gathered right here for Eucharist, as we do each Wednesday at 9.30. Y'all are welcome to come, by the way. And overcome with grief that morning from the awful event the day before, we decided to do a service of lament. We prayed for the ones who have died due to gun violence in Buffalo, Laguna Woods, Uvalde, and right here, in our own city, Chicago. And we ask God in the depths of our pain and anger to hear our cries of despair, to heed our calls for justice, and to not let us lose hope. We also sang a newer hymn, one that's unfamiliar to me, titled, O God, Why Are You Silent? Now, singing hymns together helps us to name before God our feelings, our thoughts, our beliefs that we may not be able to express on our own. When we sing together in community, we sing not only our praise and thanksgiving, but we express our sorrows, our fears, and our longings. And this one, number 703 in the ELW, 
moved me and others to tears as we cried out our lament. O God, why are you silent? I cannot hear your voice. The proud and strong and violent all claim you and rejoice. You promised you would hold me with tenderness and care. Draw near, O love, enfold me and ease the pain I bear. I am so thankful that our new hymnals include songs and services of lament, ways for us to passionately express our grief and sorrow. Because the Christian life is filled not only with joy and wonder, praise and thanksgiving, but also with sorrow and grief and loss and despair. Now, typically on Ascension Sunday, we are invited to sing hymns that declare Jesus' ultimate resurrection divinity, hymns like, All Hail the Power of Jesus' Name. The Ascension of Christ is one of those moments in Scripture where we are invited to stand in awe of Jesus' power and glory as the great high priest and redeeming Son of God, whose name is above all names. And yet, we know that in spite of the reign of the resurrected and ascended Christ, it is clear that evil is still at work in the world. It actually seems more broken and fallen than ever right now. In these days of violent loss, we may wonder about the nearness of Christ and stand looking up to the sky as the disciples did, feeling abandoned in the midst of our grief and loss. As the disciples looked upward, they were asked a question. Why do you stand looking up toward heaven? Jesus' final words to them were to look out, not up, to be witnesses to the ends of the earth. Jesus promised them the gift of the Holy Spirit to be with them in all circumstances. And Jesus empowered the disciples to be his embodied witnesses in the world. And that invitation is not only for the disciples of long ago, but for us as well. Though our tendency may be to look up for God's glory or promises or reassurance in this trauma-filled and troubling times, this story from Acts invites us to not simply look up, but to look out and around, because God is at work in the world now just as God has always been. Bishop Regina Hassanli wrote in her blog this week, As I read the scriptures, I am reminded of the ways that God has always been at work in the world. I remember God's work in Abram, a nomadic leader who was given the promises of blessing and land. I remember God's work in Exodus, a people enslaved in a foreign land who, through journeys in the wilderness, became the people of God. I remember God's work through a ragtag group of men and women who became the first followers of Jesus and the first proclaimers of the good news. What scripture tells me, she says, is that God at work in the world is God at work through us. 
You see, we are called to be Christ's body in the world. Anne Lamott, a writer, a Sunday school teacher, and an armchair theologian, wrote this week, We see Christ crucified in Texas, and all we can do for now is not turn away. We look to see who around us most needs help. And then she says, what was helpful after Sandy Hook was that we stuck together in our horror, grief, anxiety, and cluelessness. We grieved for families for whom this will remain the end of their world. We cried or shut down. We blamed, despaired, raged, and prayed. I recommend we do this today. And after an appropriate time of being stunned and in despair, we sighed and helped each other back to our feet. We do the next right thing. We register voters and march. We call our representatives and senators. We buy or cook a bunch of food for the local homeless. We return phone calls and library books and smiles. We donate money. We practice radical self-care and say hello gently to everyone, even lonely strangers who scare us. It can't be enough, but it will be. So, people of God, let us look out, not up, this Ascension Sunday, and always. Let us seek and find God's presence in places of pain and suffering as God works through you. For we are called to be a people who do justice and love mercy. We do not have the luxury of looking to others to fix the problems that we abhor. We are called to be people who show up, who tell the truth, and who point to Christ so that everyone may live life abundantly. And as the fourth verse in the hymn that I started with declares, may pain draw forth compassion. Let wisdom rise from loss. O take my heart and fashion the image of your cross. Then may I know your healing through healing that I share, your grace and love revealing, your tenderness and care. Amen.